Injury Time Podcast. My name is Jordan Robinson. And I'm Darren Matthews. Sorry, this is like a daily. This is my fault. It, it's 100% fine because we're in the same room together. Yay! Fuck you, COVID. <laughs> yeah, man. Piece of shit. It's done. Every, we defeated COVID, everybody. Um, we're both fully vaccinated, so fuck the haters. That's what I say, huh? Yeah, and we are still sitting two, two metres apart. Exactly. Uh, not for any COVID related. I'm just out of training, so I stink. Yeah. Oh, I get yeah. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna go with the angle that you're like, you've been to my house before, and you know what it smells like. So, um, but yeah, no, that was nice. I'll take that. My house doesn't smell bad. No, I do, but I, I can fix that. I can fix that easier. Uh, so yeah, um, let's just get into it, eh? So, we were talking about this just before we started recording. Uh, there's a lot happening in the world of NHL at the minute in terms of uh, j- fucking pandemonium. So, basically, uh, Tom Wilson of the Washington Capitals, uh, I don't know, he kind of went, like, full school shooter and, like, fucking tried to kill half of the Rangers. Like, I I, I don't even know what, the, because... This... If, if, anyone, if you've just tuned in, he means the New York Rangers, we're not talking about Oh, yeah, yeah Glasgow, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tom that's, Wilson's... That's over. That's <laughs> Tom Wilson's just, like, a really fucking, uh, <laughs> really aggressive Celtic fan. Um, so... Uh, with what actually happened with Wilson coming in what was happening at the goal front that happens all the time just like the the melee kind of scrum in front just trying to get the puck and then it got blown dead Uh, Wilson came in like a fucking wrecking ball and uh, yeah he just absolutely went to town on Buzhevich on Perrin uh, on uh, who else I think that was it on Strom as well and he, he just went absolutely mental. It was one of those ones where I think the first guy in tries to break it up and mm-hmm. he grabs him. And you're like, no, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, stop that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, Basically, there, there's a, Jordan showed me the video before I got here. There's a million in the gold match, as you said, which is just busy traffic. Yeah. And kind of loses his shit. Mm-hmm. And then who from the Rangers loses their, their helmet? Because that's... Oh, uh, Bushevich. That's really dangerous. Yeah, because he's on the ground and uh, Tom Wilson punches him like two, three times. Uh, and then Strom takes him off. Uh, Bushevitz gets up to see Tom Wilson on top of uh, Strom beating the shit out of him. And then uh, Andre Pierrin sees this and jumps on Wilson to literally try and stop him from like injuring his teammate. And uh, yeah, he just goes for Perrin, completely ragdolls him a couple of times, brings him straight down to the ice and... Uh, yeah, what a piece of shit. Yeah, but the, the, the whole thing is the main point of... I mean, obviously hockey players are so well padded, mm-hmm. but the dude's helmet is off and he hits the ice. Exactly. Hard. So you were saying, though, that there's an injury out of this as well? Okay, yes, this is the this is the perfect... Uh, I was saying to Darren, actually, this is the perfect kind of like story arc for uh, an ice hockey story um, for people who aren't really uh, too familiar with ice hockey. The guy, who, the guy who lost his helmet, though, was he injured? Uh... 
the no uh, Bushevich had the uh, first save because it looks nasty when he hits the ice. Yeah, like, oh. yeah, yeah. No, yeah. he he stayed on the rest of the game while Pierre is out for the rest of the season. Um, so, uh, I for anybody listening, uh, I say go check out the um, the footage on YouTube and see for yourself. Maybe we're not doing it justice. Maybe you think Wilson's completely innocent. I don't know how you could think that, but um, the there the consequences of this normally would be things like uh, heavy fines and suspensions. Now, it was probably the worst thing I've seen since Todd Bertuzzi took a whack at Steve Moore. Um, with Wilson, the Wilson incident, he uh, officially did not get suspended for one game, which suspend him like the worst suspension I've seen in my time watching ice hockey was like Rafi Torres in 2014 he got banned for 41 games for I'm not gonna lie something that wasn't as serious as that actually Con- I was say, that sounded like he fucking shot someone in the air <laughs> yeah. essentially like but with uh, Wilson he was only fined $5,000 by uh, the player safety committee on the NHL board which is headed by former enforcer George Paros. Can I just say something? Maybe a former guy whose job it was to beat the shit out of people <laughs> is not the guy to have as your player safety. Yeah, exactly. George Paros is just looking at him going like, pussy deserve more. Yeah. <laughs> like, smoking I mean, a that's pig. the wrong guy to have in there. But, so he did that, and then you did tell me that the consequence of that was that the Rangers then released their own statement. Now, I'm going to see where's my mobile. I'm trying to see the actual statement because oh buddy, it was some statement um, re- regarding it. Uh, so basically uh, I'm not, I'm not you know, telling any mistruths by saying that uh, the Rangers were slightly pissed off uh, about the whole uh, Tom Wilson incident. So, uh, two seconds. Just I mean, I mean, if you just go out to what actively... I mean, it was three players as well. Exactly. It wasn't like, just oh, one. you want to fight with this guy, but he's hit the ice. Now, there is a nice hockey are Fight breaks out. Once a guy hits the ice, it's over. The yeah. step in. They're like, all right, that's you. in the penalty box. But this guy just kept going. He popped back up again. Exactly. Started another fight. Yeah. He just he just wanted some drama. like. But this is the official statement that was released on the New York Ranger Twitter and different uh, social medias. Um, that, uh, yeah, they released just prior the game and prior finding out about uh, Tom Wilson's suspension or lack of. Um, the New York Rangers are extremely disappointed that capital forward Tom Wilson was not suspended for his horrifying act of violence last night at Madison Square Garden. Wilson is a repeat offender with a long history of these type of acts and we find it shocking that the NHL and their, de- uh, their Department of Player Safety failed to take the appropriate action and suspend them indefinitely. Wilson's dangerous and reckless actions caused an injury to Perrion uh, that will prevent him from playing for the rest of the season. We view this as a declaration uh, or a dereliction of duty by the NHL head of player safety, George Paros, and believe he is unfit to continue in his current role. Oh, okay. So not even just we disagree with that. They're just like, fuck you. Get him out. this job. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so... Uh, the New York Rangers were fined. Now, if you bear in mind, Tom Wilson got fined $5,000 for this whole fracas that he caused. Yeah. Nobody else caused. He got fined $5,000. You know how much the New York Rangers got fined for that statement? 
Oh, they get fined for actually complaining? Mm-hmm. Can you do that? Well, apparently so. The NHL is like, yeah, yeah, we're doing that now. $250,000. $250,000 for going, we don't agree with the $5,000 fine and the no suspension. All right, we'll give us a quarter million and shut your mouth. Exactly. Although, to be fair, uh, well, not to be fair at all, this doesn't mean anything, but the New York Rangers are the most expensive franchise in the NHL. Uh, because obviously being from New York, which is like this, you know, hub of everything in the world, and playing yeah. in Madison Square Garden, one of the most famous arenas in all the world, yeah, it's it's a bit crazy. I'm not saying that they deserve it just because of that fact or anything like that. I'm not saying that whatsoever. I'm just saying it's just a crazy circumstance with this whole thing that's happened. But we come to the conclusion... So the game after, there's a bunch of different line brawls, but Tom Wilson wasn't involved in any of them, which I find weird. Oh, nobody went after him? Or yeah, yeah, exactly. Did, uh, did the Rangers not have a... They don't... They did. have an enforcer to go get him? Derek Bugard played for the Rangers. Like, imagine if he was still there. Last week's episode, uh, <laughs> Nice wee plug. But, uh, so there was a couple of games in the follow... Uh, there was a couple of fights, sorry, in the following game against the New York Rangers in Madison Square Garden. Uh, it's the same thing. Uh, they had like three games straight off one of the face-offs, uh, and that was it for the rest of the night. The next game was Washington were at home against the Philadelphia Flyers, and halfway through, I think it was the second period, Tom Wilson and I can't I can't remember the Nicholas Obekubel. Oh yeah, yeah, Kubel, yeah. Um, uh, knee on knee collision, and that's Tom Wilson done for the season. So. We don't know if this was a complete accident or if somebody else was watching it and being like, did you see what he got away with? Mm-hmm. We're not letting that fly. Yeah, that shit don't fly here. Yeah, at the Flyers. Hey! So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, the knee-on-knee colli- collision was... Uh, yeah, his knee went the wrong way uh, after the uh, contact. If you've got YouTube folks, literally just type in Tom Wilson heads the locker room after knee-on-knee collision and you'll find the video. Oh. And now, it looks like nothing. The first yeah. the first camera angle looks like they, they bump each other. Yeah. But when they do give it a bit of slow-mo from a different angle, yeah. and like, zoom in. Oh, he deserved it. Yeah, um, yeah, it's very hard to feel sympathetic for Tom Wilson, like, but uh, he's just put a big target on his back for the rest of the league and I don't necessarily think in, uh, like, people will take penalties stupid penalties against him but I don't think it'll work in the favour of the Capitals at all like see also I would think that uh, maybe they'll forget because he's not coming back for the rest of the year so could be yeah yeah so exactly and the Capitals you know they won the Stanley Cup two years ago and uh, uh, it was the first one in their franchise Uh, so and Tom Wilson to his credit was a big part of that Um, but yeah no getting on like that fucking just desserts (laughs) that's what I say so that was a nice, nice wee story arc there. Was speaking of teams getting their just desserts, though, you also mentioned what I mean. It feels like it was four months ago now because oh, it yeah. was dead so quick. <laughs> yeah. The Super League, there's still stories about that. Man, this mostly is mostly about uh, the the team of Turin. Yeah, the old this. lady. So uh, the European Super League, uh, Juventus told they face Serie A expulsion. So this is uh, this is a story coming from BBC Sport that uh, Juventus have been told they face expulsion from Serie A if they remain part of the European Super League. Uh, the Turin club, along with Barcelona and Real Madrid, are yet to withdraw from the proposed breakaway league. Uh, Italian Federation President Gabriele Garavnia, uh, you see if that's right, nailed it. <laughs> um, uh, said if Juventus do not respect the rules, they uh, will not be part of our league. 
at the time of registration for the next Serie A championship, the club will be excluded if they uh, decide not to withdraw from the, uh, the European Super League. Woo! That's so basically you can withdraw or just fuck off. Forever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think how. No matter how big you a club you are, if you don't have a league to play and you can't generate cash, yeah. which is the point of the European Super League. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. Uh, do you reckon a, a football team could survive a whole season without playing uh, and still being one of the be- uh, biggest teams in the world? No, no they, I mean, they've got contracts, so they've got to pay people. Exactly. You can't just deplete out of... And most people are running at some sort of share price anyway. Mm. It doesn't feel like anyone's got any money anymore, but they're generating revenue. Yeah, I, I, I think, number one, it's a great stance for the league to take. Um, I know that... I know people are just trying to protect the status quo of what they have now and stuff like that because, as you said in a previous episode, BT Sport aren't going to be lowering their prices just because, you know, they're on the fans' side. Yeah. I think they're on their best interest side, which in this case, you know, is keeping the leagues as they are because, uh, you know, all the top leagues in uh, European football that are on BT Sport they're prize ponies like you want to keep every single one of them um for like people like us who you know enjoy watching la liga bundesliga and all that kind of stuff uh but then also for like expats who are in the uk and stuff like that want to watch their actual home league and stuff like that so it's it's kind of weird that the enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of scenario going on but uh, yeah, no kudos to Syria for you oh, know Syria are just like, laying you know down what? the law. We can do this without you. There'll yeah. be another bigger team because you're clearly not. I mean, obviously they had no problem fucking demoting them a few years ago. Exactly. Yeah, with a, We actually need to do an episode about that because yes, that is a very interesting story. That's a deep dive right there. Yeah, we need an Italian on though. Torio? No. No. <laughs> uh, no, he was actually supposed to come on to do uh, Henrik Larsson not so long ago. And I never heard from him Henrik again. Henrik Larson isn't a fucking Italian. I, I so. know exactly, but he's yeah. a massive Celtic fan, apparently. Uh, oh, see how salty I was when I said apparently that. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Juventus fucking sorted out, lads. Mm, do you think they'll, they'll actually go through with it? Uh, like, who's left? Do they even exist Juvent- anymore? Yeah, Juventus, uh, Real Madrid, and Barcelona. And I'm very surprised about Barcelona. But is it not that those those Spanish teams need ca- like they're in a bad way? Oh yeah, 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 like a yeah. Bad, bad way. I mean, like it's kind of, it's kind of like you know, it's like selling your Wi-Fi router. To, I'm trying to think of a funny analogy. Yeah, it's like trying to yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like selling your Wi-Fi router to afford uh like FIFA points to buy like stuff on the FIFA catalog. It's kind of like that. It, it defeats the purpose. So, um, yeah, no, if uh, the the ownership of Juventus had any sense, they would withdraw immediately. Very strange. The Catholic little Italian club is very bad at withdrawal. Um, <laughs> big families. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Yeah. I'm just impressed the man who does improv I'm fucking delighted to be here man, man seriously make that's that, not my thoughts make that into a fucking bit for when we get back like <laughs> that is good um, so uh, moving on uh, a little bit of, uh, we'll uh, do this uh, we'll go into depth in this uh, a little bit of a shitty story coming out of Germany but then we'll finish on a light hearted note um, so Jens Lehmann uh, famous Germany international keeper and Arsenal keeper better um, known as Crazy Jens yeah he's uh, ooh, he's um 
He's got himself in some hot water. Uh, Jens Lehmann has been sacked by Hertha Berlin for quoted black guy message to Dennis Ago. To what? A black guy message? Uh, quoted black guy. So, I'll, I'll read the whole story out. Former Arsenal in Germany goalkeeper Jens Lehmann has been sacked from his role on the Hertha Berlin board after sending a WhatsApp message to pundit Dennis Ago calling him the quoted black guy. So the only reason that he's on the show is because he fits the quota of being a black man. So, uh, Ego, who works for Sky in Germany, posted a screenshot of the message from Lehman on Instagram and wrote, Whoa, are you serious? The message was probably not for me. Which uh, Lehman uh, later went on to apologise and he said he meant that as ex-Germany defender Ego was very knowledgeable, he had helped increase the quota. <laughs> some of the worst backpedaling ever <laughs> yeah that that's yeah no that's doubling down if anything yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah um however trevor holding the investment group uh that layman represented on the supervisory board of the bundesliga club hertha berlin reportedly said that the 51 year old's con- uh, contract will be terminated with immediate effect hertha berlin club president werner gegenbauer See if that's right, man. I'm going to be very impressed. Uh, Such statements are in no way representative of the values that we have at Hertha Berlin. uh, And it's definitely not something that we stand for. And we uh, plan to distance ourselves from all forms of racism. And welcome taking the action taken by Trevor Holding. Okay. (laughs) I'm I'm trying not to... I mean, obviously, when you talk about the the rule of the internet is don't mention the Nazis when you've lost the the argument. But, Mm -hmm. Jens, you're German. You want to be doing, saying stuff about like maybe maybe one race being better than the other, didn't work out. Okay, uh, that's all, just, all I'm saying is I'm, man, I'm pitching yeah. a bad light, and and like I like Jens Lehmann. Uh, I have to say, uh, my two clubs for the Euros, well, my three clubs for the Euros this year, Germany, North Macedonia, and Scotland. Those are countries, but okay. Oh, what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Is there a new competition? Oh yeah, they tried that. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, like I'm a, I, I would say I'm a big Germany fan. One yeah, of my... I, we should probably get some Scotland kits there. Now. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I actually still have my old Scotland away kit when they went really weird with it, and it was like white with yellow and pink stripes. Oh fuck! Okay. Yeah, it was when I was living in Dunfermline <laughs> when I got it. Like, so when I was living in Dunfermline, I didn't want to be killed. <laughs> exactly. Uh, on the cabbage. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, like, just don't fucking be at that. Um, and like obviously not telling people how to think if you want to be racist you'd be racist but don't expect to keep your job in a very historic Berlin football club that plays at the Olympic Stadium in Berlin where Jesse Owens won his gold medals also a previous episode uh, we're getting really good at this yeah. I, I wish I could do this well in callbacks and comedy <laughs> Folks, I think we're getting better at this. Uh, we really are. Um, so just to finish on a, a lighthearted note. Now, Burnley have just been taken over by a new chairman uh, by the name of... Uh, what's his name? I, ha- uh, I haven't got his name down, but he's a good guy. You know why? Because he has promised the final game uh, uh, at home in Turf Moor. Uh, I was about to say Turf Lodge there. <laughs> um, the final home game against Liverpool... Uh, at Burnley, uh, all the people who are going will not have to buy tickets. He is opening the gates for free. Okay. So nobody will have to. Obviously, it's reduced capacity, 
but nobody has to buy a ticket. So what do you do, just apply online? Uh, I, I think, it, yeah, it'll probably be something like that. But for the final game of the season, Daniel Levy, with the Spurs chairman, mm-hmm. is charging minimum ticket price £60. <laughs> <laughs> What a piece of shit. Yeah, what an absolute wanker, huh? Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm fucking... I'm glad they're going to get relegated next season when Kane leaves. Uh, human son can come to us and... Uh, Do you know what? I, I think it's like cut to next year. Human son runs up the edge of the box, hits a cross, and then goes, oh yeah, and then looks really sad. <laughs> that's going to be so heartbreaking. Yeah, because you love that guy. So I'm just like, uh, that's going to be next year. He's going he's to hit the pass and there's nobody there and he's like... Oh, yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's a man sitting there. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. He's winning trophies now. Um, crazy, crazy, crazy. Right, This Week in Sport? This Week in Sport. This Week in Sport. We will start off uh, last Monday? Yes, please. Okay, so uh, uh, Black Country Derby, West Brom 1, Wolves 1. Boring. Not covering that game. Burnley against West Ham, though. Uh, 2-1 win for West Ham uh, coming from a goal down uh, just a wee thing that was pointed out to me uh, for the gambling folk <laughs> out there apparently this team coming from behind a win is happening more this year than any other year very strange keep an eye on it I'm not a football tipster just I know it was pointed out to me <laughs> by someone who actually is good at this I'm not a football tipster but I am a United fan and I've seen it like 20 times this season that is true also <laughs> United um, so, yeah, Chris Wood scores in the first half, but Miguel Antonio gets two within ten minutes to take the lead, and that's all she wrote, folks. Pretty boring second half. Um, but uh, we'll move on to Tuesday's game. It's not boring. Antonio's back. Like, that's, mm. Isn't that good news for you? Mm, we'll talk about it. Oh. Um, so the second leg of the Champions League, uh, Manchester City go through to the Champions League final, the first one in their history, after beating PSG 4-1 in aggregate, 2-0 on the night. Uh, with goals from both Mares is the both the goals were Mares's. There's not like two Ruad Mares's and. I was going to be like, what? Is his brother <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. I mean, like, as much as I wanted uh PSG to win because they were the only team that didn't go into the Super League. Uh, fair play, City, and that's who I'm going for in the final. Um. But on Tuesday night, there was also some Northern Irish Premiership games. Um, we'll start with the relegation group, just go through them quickly. Uh, Balamina beat Carrick Rangers 4-0, uh, Warren Point beat Dungannon 1-0, and Glenavon beat Porter Down, that was the local derby. Uh, they, Glenavon won 4-1. Uh, Cliftonville against Larne, uh, at Solitude, Larne win 2-1. 1-1 draw at the Oval, Glentoran against Coleraine. Linfield against Crusaders, my god. The things I would have given to get at least a point out of this game... But uh, Linfield win 3-1. Uh, did, uh, who scored first? Uh, Linfield. Oh, okay. So it wasn't even like something to get hopeful for. <laughs> nah. Like, oh my God, we're going to win toward them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on to Wednesday, Champions League. Second leg. Another 2-0 win for the English club. So Chelsea, Manchester City. Full English. Final. It could possibly not be in Istanbul. Could be in Wembley or Villa Park. What? Yeah, Villa Park is also being considered. What? Uh, why yeah. Villa Park? That's so weird. I mean, I know that very strange. Yeah, ex winners. Um, and it yeah, uh, we'll get to that, we'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Timo Werner actually scoring a goal. 
Yeah. Which is crazy. Take a photo. <laughs> and Mason Mount getting the second. And the ghost of Christmas past is very happy. Oh, very happy. Very, very happy. Like I was watching that. He's a shirty man. He's he, a shirty he man. He really is. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like we're at a PTA meeting and we're discussing the new substitute teacher. Yeah, a he's a bit he's a bit Yeah. I don't know why I did that accent. Um, Europa League, Arsenal. What the fuck are you playing at? I thought this was this was like a chance of a trophy. It's not even that. I'm fucking annoyed because it would have been an absolutely amazing episode if we could have got Shane Todd and Dave Elliott on the podcast to talk about it. But However, you also called it a long time ago, Villarreal, where you're out. Exactly, so, I know. Uh, that well, is I'm true. I'm hoping you're wrong, because obviously they play Man United in the final, but mm-hmm. you were, you were, that was a big shot, because you, I think way back in the group stage, you were like, dude, Villarreal are late, yeah. and I was like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at that. Mystic Meg. What you talk about, <laughs> So yeah, Arsenal, Villarreal ended 0-0, uh, and Villarreal go ahead 2-1 on aggregate. Um, I mean, like, what are you going to do? Fucking Arteta out, Kroenke out, Arsenal out, Daniel <laughs> yeah. team. Um, so AS Roma uh, were up against Manchester United in the Estadio Olimpico in Rome, uh, and it finished five eight on aggregate to Manchester United. Big two games, lots of goals. Very crazy. Um, so yeah, uh, on Wednesday night Roma won three two with goals from uh, Enjaco, uh, Cristinti. And an own goal by uh, Tellez. Yeah, yeah. And Cavani getting tw- uh, scoring twice for United. Cavani, he came on a free. Can you believe it? And I have some good news as of two hours ago. He's on your fantasy football team? He is, actually, as well. <laughs> uh, he is on my fantasy football team. He is in my FIFA Ultimate team. Uh, and he has also signed a year-long contract extension with Manchester United. Fucking happy days. Look at that. The league's yours next year, I'm calling it now. Um, <laughs> what, just Cavani? <laughs> Until he gets so old, he dies. Yeah. Uh, Friday's game, uh, Leicester against Newcastle. Leicester dropped points. We need to talk about this one, because this was mental. Yeah. Because I was at, somebody asked me the score of this, and I looked, and it said, it said Newcastle 4-2, yeah. but I could not actually physically believe Newcastle could four, score four goals. So I, I actually went, I... 4-2 Leicester. <laughs> like, I, my brain went to go Newcastle have not won this game. Yeah. So, yeah, 4-2. Did score, I think, two goals in five minutes or something? Yeah, some, some crazy, yeah. So, Willock and then uh, Dumit and then Callum Wilson gets the last two. Uh, and, yeah, Leicester leave it. It was 4-0 at one point. Yeah. Mental. They were. It was 4-0. Um, Bruce Hinn. <laughs> <laughs> not what they said. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Be smart about it, you know. Um, so uh, there's been a couple of games on Saturday. We'll cover them quickly. Uh, Leeds against Tottenham. Leeds win three one. Watch that one. Yeah. Crystal Palace two nil winners over Sheffield. Sheffield's yeah, kicking when they're down. Exactly. Uh, Manchester City. Why didn't you fucking at least take a point away from Chelsea instead of letting them get all three? Chelsea win two one. Man, this goes sound really weird when you if you read the team sheet. That's the Man City B team. Yeah. I, I was like, they're not going to give them anything about what they're going to be playing in the Champions League final. 2-1, but whenever your B team consists of Raheem Sterling, Gabriel Jesus, and it's yeah. just like, alright, it's yeah. so weird to go, they're not starters, <laughs> and then, uh, did you see Sterling stealing the goal off uh, Aguero? No, I saw Aguero's missed penalty. Aguero, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so Aguero was very, very close to, uh, I can't remember whose record he's going to break, Rooney's I think? Mm-hmm. Uh, so if he had got his two goals the other day, I think that was him surpassed it. Mm-hmm. So he was not happy that Sterling stole. He sort of missed. He sort of fluffs it. Yeah. And he, but he could have got it back on side to have a shot. Mm-hmm. Sterling just 
Dublin College drives the ball and scores the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't look happy, and then of course they let him take the penalty to get his goal. And he fu- he tried to do that. Is it Panenka? Panenka, yeah, yeah. Which is basically disrespectful to any goalie. Very much so. And Mendy's a very good goalie. Oh, a ten out of ten so goalie. Like. Fucking stupid. He he doesn't even pick a side. He's a smart goalie where he doesn't go until the ball moves. That's how good he is. Yeah. He's not just guessing. Mm. So he he takes a knee waiting for the ball, and then he just catches it in one hand. Yeah. So I mean, when Mendy retires, I'm gonna see if he plays Gaelic. <laughs> Um, uh, and then Liverpool also come out 2-0 winners uh, against Southampton makes me sad because Southampton earlier in the year were so good like weren't they one prize's free kicks and all were lethal oh, 10 out of 10 like. yeah. but also Saturday uh, I'm very happy to announce there was a wee break from league action um, for the, the boys on the shore road uh, there's a couple of Irish Cup fixtures uh, obviously not going to go through them all because I don't know if you want to know who won between Dergview and St James Swifts um, but the main ones we'll just go over uh, Glen Torren beat Cliftonville 1-0 uh, Linfield Progress beating Dungannon 5-2 Larn uh, beat Dollingstown have you ever heard of that place? I haven't I have oh, I don't know where it is uh, 8-1 uh, Crusaders beat Knockbreda 5-0 uh, and Valamina United beat uh, the PSNI by 5-0 uh, Rumours afterwards that the PSNI, the PSNI beat them off the <laughs> remain unfounded also, one point town lost one 0 to uh, a lower league side, Lockall. Lockall, yeah. Lockall, birthplace of the Orange Order. If I find out their jerseys aren't orange, I'll be fucking <laughs> Uh But then also, uh, one game went to penalties. It was a Carrick Rangers game against Bangor. Uh, yeah, finished three two. That would have been probably the most entertaining game to watch. Yeah. Um, moving on to Sunday's games now in the Premiership. Uh, the ones we'll cover: United against Aston Villa. Great win. Um, from behind again. Another three points come from behind again. Uh, Bertrand Traore scoring a good goal. Uh, Fernandez, Greenwood, and then who else? Mister Wonderful, Mister Uruguay, uh, Mister Universe, even uh, <laughs> Edison Cavani. Uh, I will say this as well, uh, but only because United won three one. Mm-hmm. Traore's goal was class. Yeah, I love really Bertrand Traore. He's a, he's a great wee player, like really good. And then um, Watkins lost the head and gets sent off. The yeah. game was done at that yeah, point, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, Cavani's goal was great. Greenwood, lovely finish as well. Exactly, and Greenwood and, uh, coming off for Cavani as well. Yeah, and. Uh, Bruno Fernandes hit this penalty into his little hop skip. He never, he never fails, does he? Uh, yeah, West Ham against Everton at the London Stadium. Uh, 1-0 Everton with a, a Calvert-Lewin goal. Okay, I'm assuming you watched this. Did yes, you, I did. Give me some sort of background. I, I, I mean, West Ham at that point were still in the fight for another uh, place. 100%. Yeah, so technically we're still in the hunt now, but uh, it's looking less and less likely every time we draw points or lose. Um uh, I w- it would be easier to uh, kind of like critique it if West Ham didn't play well, but they kept their shape very well, uh, and the goal that Everton got was well worked. Allen absolutely played the majority of people off the pitch, and the Brazilian uh, midfielder for uh, Everton, uh, and they yeah they just seem like a well drilled team, and they're so good away from home this year, and this is just another example of it. I will say this as well. I, I don't think it's any shame in losing Everton, although they've kind of had a, a bit of a slump mm. for parts of the year. They, yeah. Did you see the, the little stat Everton put up whenever mm. the Super League was announced? 
Uh, so pretty, pretty much everyone from England who went to go to the Super League, Everton's beaten them at least once this year. <laughs> so they put up all, all the scores, of, and then they, at the bottom they said, no wonder we weren't invited. And I was like, I like that, Everton. Yeah, That's I like some that. good sass. There you go. That's so yeah, the, there, there's no shame in losing Everton, because I think they're, they're definitely a way better team than that. Than what they were, yeah. Ancelotti, just, just no good Yeah, he, he's just one of them boys. Um, yeah. Arsenal against West Brom. West Brom, all but relegated. Uh, Arsenal, three. Uh, West Brom, one. And what was it? Was it Smith Rowe or Pepe was celebrating like they won the Champions League? Mm, I didn't say. Oh, well, like when he scored? Or yeah, I game? saw it on Paddy Power going like, you should have been doing this on Thursday night and not celebrating when you're playing a relegated team. It's mad as well because we, we did an episode earlier in the year where we had the lovely Dave Elliott on, mm-hmm. who's a, a diehard Arsenal fan, and he said he was, he was like, he'd love to see them back in the Champions League. And I was like, best way to do that, lads, is win the Europa League because yeah. you have a better chance with, than your fucking league positioning. Exactly. Because you're not back to finishing fourth every single year. Very true. And yeah, it looks like curtains for West Brom. And moving on to today's matches, the game at the minute, it's almost over. Fulham against Burnley at Craven Cottage. Ah, uh, Scott Parker. I know we, we, we maybe kissed the death of them because mm-hmm. one of the big things was you were really back them mm-hmm. I mean if I can say anything about Scott Parker I don't think he's a, it, it's kind of weird because I don't think he's a bad manager he's no. obviously working on a budget of 50 quid a week yeah. and his hair's phenomenal <laughs> so I'm going to miss him you know what's I was cr- like when Bourne was getting around again and I was like but I really like any house yeah exactly exactly it's so crazy Um. so yeah uh, remember Southampton were first in the Premiership earlier on in the season yeah that's true though. yeah they are now 17th they're, oh. they're 10 points clear, so there's no threat yeah, of relegation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it looks like the three relegated teams this year are Sheffield, United, West Bromwich, Albion, and Fulham. So, so now we see. We, now, now we play the waiting game. Uh, and just give kudos to fucking Leeds United, because they are sitting 10th, and for play, they belong in the Premiership. Discussion I had um, the other day, is there a worry? Oh no, sorry, sorry. No, not a worry. It's it's not it's not a bad thing. Lee Leeds this year or last year Sheffield. Like just a joy Ooh, to watch. Like, yeah. And I'm and now and now I'm worried that next year will be a challenge. But this year I think it's been great. I am as I like I sent you that meme of mm-hmm. if you've ever seen that one of the guy walking down where he's like he's with his girlfriend but he's looking at another one and what what was the one I sent you? It was like is Lee can't criticize Leeds. Yeah. Like they lose yeah. three does, but you're just like. Lovely football, though. <laughs> um, so, I am very happy to announce, Darren. GAA's back. Yeah. Man, and what a weekend. How excited are you as a, as a, as a newbie? Oh, man, I'm so excited. I get to know which teams are shit now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's just been guesswork <laughs> up until now. But, uh, yeah, so the Alliance Hurling League uh, started back. So... We'll start on Saturday, the eighth. Uh, Westmead, Mead, West Westmead. No, yeah, I'm getting there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. got absolutely decimated by Galway, uh, one sixteen to five thirty four. Uh, no shame in that Galway are probably one of the contenders for the All Ireland. Oh, yeah. most years, and although I know they did that without Joe Canning, who is still potentially the best hurler in the country. So exactly, very yeah, massive, very very big uh, statement of intent from Galway. Um. Uh, moving on, the uh, Dublin were playing Kilkenny, uh, and Kilkenny won one twenty to eighteen points. Mm-hmm. I was happy with that. I just like seeing Dublin get beat. <laughs> like they're not going to win losing football, so exactly, they might as well losing something. Um, um, one of the shock ones of the, the week was I think everybody thought 
Limerick being so dominant last year, we're going to brush yeah. Tipperary aside. Although Tipper are good hurlers, like Tip, look, Tipper are always good hurlers, but there was a game last year where they played them and they just were yeah, not fit for Limerick. In yeah, the wiped the floor with them like Monster Championship. But yeah, no, put it up to them. I, I mean, obviously, I'm going to say a no team at present is firing on all cylinders. Mm. But uh, actually, a really good game to watch. It and was lower scoring than I thought because they were very. Very, very good defensive. Yeah, no goals whatsoever. Finished 2020. Yeah. And uh, that was last year. <laughs> uh, and I found out that games can end in a draw. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> uh, but uh, let's move on to Sunday, the 9th of May. Holy shit. Was it the Glen- the Glensmen? Isn't that what they call them? Uh, Glens of Antrim? No, 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 not the Glensmen. Saffrons. Saffrons, yeah, the Saffron Yellow. But... The Saffs, if you're uh you're from Antrim yeah and, and uh, shout out to the Sapcast as well um, yes thank yeah, you it's a, I think nice. it, yeah Connor Donnelly I think yeah, yeah. runs it uh, yeah no he's been he's been very supportive since we've joined the podcast and he messaged me saying I hope you guys are going to cover this this week and I was Absolutely. like 110% like um, so uh, yeah I mean like Antrim beat Clare huge scalp and they played well yeah uh, they, Clare, they started off a bit slow to be fair like yeah. uh, Clare were straight out of the gates but Clare have Tony Kelly as well, who, yet again, one of the best hurlers in the world. Uh, he's fucking phenomenal. But they actually, he's Tony was t- Kelly was scoring a lot more kind of frees and stuff, but mm. they, kept, they actually kept them quite quiet. Uh, Andrew have a massively proud hurling tradition, so it's been very painful for their fans to see them in the lower grade for so many years. Mm-hmm. So to be back up was great. And also, last year when they went up after beating Kerry and the Joe McDonough, don't know if from Cork said oh. some lessons here. Instead of just saying, well done, Antrim. Yeah. He had the kind of we talked about this in a previous uh, so previous episode as well. It was nice well. to kind of maybe quiet him a wee bit because he's yeah. a pundit. He's entitled to his own opinion, but um, Andrew <laughs> uh, has a proud enough hardened tradition that they should be in the higher games. Exactly. So. And like uh, as you said, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, but fuck off. Although to be fair, I'm reading was it the Last Man Standing, the book uh, about her and goalkeepers, and uh, it's very entertaining. So he's a great author, not so good commentator. Um, <laughs> the one I was I was annoyed about was um, in the WhatsApp group for the hurling team I played for. One of the boys came up with a joke that you know you know when somebody does a joke you wish you'd done. Yeah. One of the guys just kind of threw in a flip of remark. It was amazing. Because um, if you watched the game the other day, Neil McManus scores from behind his own half-back line. Yeah. On a full-size pitch, is just a phenomenal strike. Yeah. And one of the boys just put in, it was really nice of Neil McManus to score a point from his house in Cushendall. <laughs> it was fucking days away. He was in a different time zone. He's just like, I'm having it. He just sidesteps st- st- the guy, strikes, and like, finally gives him the lead. Because Antler were just kind of chasing the whole game. Yeah. And they eventually just ran Tipper, or Tipper, sorry, clear down. Yeah. It was yeah. it was some game. So well, uh, well done to the Antrim. Yeah, hurlers there more, if the whole point of being in the league is you don't have to win the league you just have to be competitive exactly and, take and that's what they're doing totally lift them. Uh, moving on to uh, yeah this isn't the, the the best example of things but uh, Curry beat down 418 to 19 points yes that we, was a decimation yeah so down have gone up a grade yeah Curry have remained in the, in the grade and they were challenged in yeah. all last year so it's a whole other fucking ball game like. fair play to Curry because they were in the, was it the Christie Rigg Cup Joe McDonough Joe McDonough, uh, and then the Christy Rigg was awfully and down, wasn't it? And yeah. went to penalties, yeah. Um, fuck, do you remember last season? We've been doing this almost like a full season. That's good, that's good. Isn't it? Crazy. Uh, yeah, uh, like I didn't get watching any of the highlights of this game, but I've watched the highlights of all the other matches. Um, the Porta Ferryman just uh, didn't do too well. I know, well, I mean, look, they're playing, those guys in their, their own club hurling will play 
if he's running at them. So yeah. they're playing at the high enough level. Yeah, exactly. But, but look, I mean, county teams are all those fucking beasts. So. Very true. Uh, speaking about decimations, Wexford beat uh, Leash like fucking... What was it? Four seventeen to ten points. Oh, well, it's that Leash absolute sort of decimation. Like Leash lost a bit of composure. And, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Davy Fitz is. Uh, they reckon it might be his last year as Wexford because he's been there for five years. So, mm. but yeah, um, phenomenal effort. Leach in another amazing standout performer. And I was looking around the other day. He's so ripped, like his shirt barely fits. Like, <laughs> yeah, a bigger shirt. Yeah, no, I'm the exact same man. It's not because I'm ripped. Stop making me feel bad. It's just because you would rip a shirt. Stop making me feel bad about myself, Um, Meath uh, against Offaly. Did I do it? Did, uh, I'll get it by the end of the season. Uh, so, Meath. Uh, no, Meath, you got it. Meath. I was going to say Meath. Meath. I'm like, no, Meath. Meath. And Louth. 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 Yeah. Um, <laughs> Meath 3.9 to Offaly 3.25. Decent wee result for Offaly. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the sad thing as well. I mean, Offaly would have won all Ireland's in the nineties, and they're down in the lower Greater Ireland. So it is kind of sad to see as well. It's crazy. Crazy. It should see. be kind of up in that the the be, uh, Leinster contender and stuff. There was a brilliant episode of uh, Lake Brigade, which is a show on TG Cahar. TG Cahar. For those of you who have either as Gaelica. No, no, I was going to say a dodgy skybox. So <laughs> <you know. laughs> <laughs> yeah, TG Cahar is a great, a great show called Lake Brigade, and they covered the nineties. Six awfully team, and I will send you the song. They had a song called "Dancing at the Crossroads," which was fucking brilliant. You know what's crazy? There's probably more people with a chip skybox than actually speak Irish in Belfast. Close, <laughs> which is sad. No, but also there's also there's a massive. I mean, outside of uh, the west of Ireland, Belfast is the biggest Gaelic talk in Ireland. Oh really? Yeah. But they've all got chips, K-boxes in the West. Like, so. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's not a fair ratio. Um, so, yeah, Carlo against Wicklow. Carlo fucking spanked them, 319 to 17 points. Yeah, Carlo actually ran Kilkenny close last year, which was, which was a pretty thing. Which is thing. crazy. They were, like, off the field. They're a very small county, but, yeah, they love Harlow and Mexico. Uh, yeah, uh, and Kilkenny obviously being one of the big dogs. Like, um, Now, uh, this is down to Division 2B. Uh, Donegal against Ross Common. Uh, Donegal come out very close winners, um, one thirteen to one eleven. I I obviously didn't get watching the match, but uh, yeah, not too bad for them. And Mayo hurlers, you forget that they even have like a hurling team. I know, I'm just um, like, I forget there's people in Mayo. <laughs> yeah, that don't play football. Uh, yeah, uh, they beat Derry, uh, twenty one points to one sixteen. Very tight. Yeah, actually, definitely. Yeah. Sorry, folks, that was me opening a can of drink, and it was very, very loud. Can of pop, it's all good. It's a can of pop, the fucking noise of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then this is the uh, Group A uh, for Sunday's game. It was only one game for Group A that was played. Cork were against Waterford. Mm-hmm. And it's a big rivalry in Munster, by the way. Well, for yeah, fucking... They're neighbours to the neighbours, so... It, it doesn't fucking look like it, because Cork ran away with it. Fucking 522 to 127. S- some fucking game like Cor- uh, did you watch highlights yeah yeah Cork uh, I actually watched the full game I watched two full games uh, on the GAA highlights page and then I watched the highlights of the rest of the games so I watched Tipperary against Limerick and uh, Waterford against Cork it's mad as well because obviously I play like junior hurling down but when you watch those guys it is literally like watching an artist with a brush yeah like that level is just yeah. incredible however can I point out as well that because Cork are now sponsored by Sports Direct? Yeah, I don't like them as much. The, no, no, not not even. You can like Cork or not like them at all. It's not that Mike actually think. It's the fact that 
the the court jersey now looks like somebody has bought a Lions jersey at Nuts Corner. <laughs> I, I made the joke. I made that same joke the other day using Jonesboro Market, but nobody out of South Armagh will know what that is. So Nuts Corner for the Belfast. One. There we go. Um, yeah, no, as like the O two, like I didn't even you know watch hurling back then. Yeah. But that to me is still iconic because I remember seeing people, and it's like the Arnott's Dublin jersey as well, and. Um, was it the Morgan Fuels uh, Armad jersey? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that was that's a classic. A, that's a classic. Yeah, I saw actually a thing. There's a, an online place where they're doing like jerseys through the years. Oh. There's, there's a, there was a kind of thing. Or like, I'll, I'll send it to you. Cause yeah. I think it was Bank of Ireland were a down sponsor and then the Canal Court Hotel and you yeah, was yeah. a sponsor. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there was one. There's a classic Armad jersey and there was like missing two of the sponsors. And I was like, oh, do it right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do it right, I'm a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, um, football starts back next weekend, um, and not only did Down play uh, against, oh no, sorry, uh, no, I got that wrong, I was about to say it was Derry that played Mayo, but uh, Mayo were playing Down in the football, mm-hmm. but we'll get to that in uh, in due time, uh, and yeah, that was this week in sport. Well done, Joe. Yeah. Man, the, as it's going very swimmingly the way we can transition between not only like different sections but different sports. Do you see that? Yeah, and also the fact that we're in the same room. Yeah, yeah, and it's very helpful. The top of each other, which is <laughs> very helpful. Now, uh, this is story time this week. Slightly different because uh, we were scheduled to have our first kind of celebrity guest on the podcast mm-hmm. that uh, isn't a comedian. Um, so that was a big thing. Uh, unfortunately, that's delayed for another week. So uh, in two weeks, we'll have them on. Uh, Surprise. You yeah. have to come back. We're not time Although I did say in the last episode that it was Shh, Don't listen to him. the last episode. <laughs> no, you're supposed to listen to the last episode. If you episode. haven't really listened to the last episode, <laughs> go back and go. Oh, <laughs> My advice here is terrible. Um, okay, so this is just going to be a quick wee story time uh, where you get to know a bit more of the psyche of uh, me and Darren, or Darren and I, should I say, our top five most hated sports players. Mm-hmm. So, Are we doing any sport? Any sport whatsoever. God, he's written book over here. Yeah, so uh, we'll do one, 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 uh, and stuff like that. Uh, would you like to go first, Darren, or would you like me to? I'll go, I'll go with the one that I revealed to you already. Okay. So, um, and... You know what, this could be a thing of just a career of being a bastard, or it can just be one incident where you're just like, what a wanker. Yeah. Uh, I'll go first. So my first one is uh, a very famous one, which is John Terry. Yeah, oh no, it's, it's yeah. No, for, for various reasons. Um, the main one he's famous for is uh, obviously that bit where he, you know, he went and got changed for out of his suit mm. and put his jersey on so he could be the Captain Fantastic Boy. And wanker. Wanker. And then there was the whole thing about, you know, like, fucking his teammates misses. It was yeah. very awkward. And the stuff. whole racism thing with Anton yeah, Fernand as well. He's got a list of shit against him. Like. I know. And now he's fucking, what, assistant manager in Aston Villa? Yeah. So John Terry's my first one. Or yeah. So my first one. So technically number five on my list. He made an appearance at the start of the day. It's Tom Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, a lot a lot of stuff. He's a tough guy, but he does things that... Uh, uh, gutless piece of shit does which you know i just don't really respect but uh, yeah it's just one of those things where uh and i know uh like the inner workings of ice hockey like we don't get to expose to it as much as we would with the premiership and stuff like that but the majority of times you see anything uh about tom wilson it's negative it's him injuring a player 
or you know him with a cheap shot or doing something uh that you know just requires hatred <laughs> from my uh from the depths of my heart <laughs> but um but did he only make your list now this week or did did he replace anybody else or were you just like what look at this fucker no no he was definitely there but i just wasn't sure what number he was okay okay i'll go uh my next one is um kind of weird as well because he's actually really good at his sport so he doesn't mm-hmm. need to be and he doesn't need to be engaging in this kind of shit houseery mm-hmm. uh, my next one is floyd mayweather jr oh yeah no so technically the best boxer in the world okay, never, yeah, yeah. never Tec- lost the fight perfectly fine perfectly fine with that mm-hmm. but the fact that he has now kind of degraded himself down people will complain that boxing is kind of on a, on a downtrend where it's nearly like it's going to get to the point where it's you know somebody boxing a kangaroo yeah you know that kind of thing where yeah and i can't wait let, for that yeah yeah i mean they did that in australia in the 19th century but whatever i've been to perth i know what they yeah, do exactly <laughs> the boxing they used to they literally used to let you box a kangaroo but anyway um uh, so basically yeah floyd Reno has got a thing where he's going to fight logan paul he fought conor mcgregor where they're like crossing sports over if you've ever seen the, the movie basketball yeah it's a bit at the start where they do cross sports play and it's a joke, and this is what they've done. So, and he's uh, for that couple of dollars, Mayweather's all about it. So yeah. he will he will fight some dickhead with a YouTube channel, which is Logan Paul, who is an actual boxer, and I think they're going to pay him to go easy on him. Whereas I would like to put him in with any professional boxer, yeah, and just watch him beat the shit out of somebody. Exactly. I did see a, a tweet from somebody, and this is the annoying thing: it was from a professional boxer whose name I can't remember. So obviously, Perfect. he's probably fucking given his life to the sport. Yeah. And he is not headlining a thing for millions of dollars, uh, but some fucker with a YouTube channel. Exactly. So Mayweather enabling that, and also there was the whole you know like smacking the messes about and stuff. Bit of a shit. Bit of a cunt. Yeah, yeah. We will we will say that Mayweather's Um, on mine. That was uh, he's not on mine, but that was a great shout. Uh, Number four for me. So uh, this is going to come as a shock to you. Hello, Decanio. Really? Yes. Oh, for the. For the saluting? The Nazi saluting. Okay. His time with Sunderland. Shit manager. Ah, true. The fact that the majority of his views are totalitarianly fascist. Alright. <laughs> the fact that he played for Mussolini's team. Oh, when well, you're, you're just adding all of it. Yeah, okay, fair enough. So, you know, the only thing is that he scored... He w- the only thing going for him is his sportsmanship and the fact that he played for West Ham. But apart from that, want nothing to do with him. Like I, 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 I refuse to see him as a West Ham legend. I tell you, one of the, the funniest things I ever heard was um, my mate years ago went with his old football team. Whenever the candy was playing for West Ham, mm-hmm. uh, they went to see West Ham play Liverpool. And the West Ham fans were singing, we've got the Canio." You've got our stereo, you thieving scouser bastards. And I was just like, that's actually really funny. Yeah. Smart, like. Uh, so, number three, Darren, who's your third? Number three for me is somebody who's also cross sports, but um, I, I was sort of watching a, a kind of, kind of watching a thing about this where it was sort of unfair, yet again, where it was coming from the sensationalism to sell tickets kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Is Brock Lesnar? Yeah, uh, Brock Lesnar was almost on mine too. Yeah, so Brock Lesnar basically where he went from being a professional wrestler into the USA. Yeah. And they kind of had it where, uh, and I had, the, I had the stat here. So he had a record of two and one and was given a title shot. Yeah. So yet again, that annoyance of, well, people know who he is, so we can use him to sell tickets. Exactly. Which is really annoying because there's obviously guys who go through fucking massive divisions and all sorts of stuff. 
This guy comes in and he's he's basically pretend fighting in wrestling. Yeah. Now he is obviously the beast. And yeah. All that kind of stuff. shit house look. But uh, still thought it was a bit shitty where he kind of went in and then just yeah in like a swimming and then was fairly underwhelming. Yeah. The whole thing as well. So he went in and was not great. Yeah. But it was a bit shit as well. They come from like pro wrestling. Where some people can like somebody like Ken Shamrock went from mm-hmm. professional fighting to, to pro wrestling. And you're just like, okay, that's a move to sports yeah. entertainment. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, I think he kind of took away from exactly from, from the MMA bit. And he's back in WWE now. Is he? Yeah. Uh, too busy, uh, probably annoyed from getting the shit kicked out of him things. Probably. Uh, my number three is uh, I'm going to a completely different sport now. So I've done ice hockey, I've done football, we're on to rugby. It's Martin Johnson. Okay. Hate the guy. Don't know why. He's given me no reason. He is a great rugby player. Uh, great servant for English rugby. That's probably why I hit him. Um, uh, no, I just can't stand him. Uh, and it, it's not even that his commentary or anything like that I find to be annoying. I think he's normally spot on with stuff. But I just, for some reason, I'm just like, everything wrong with the English is this man. And his giant ears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, like, every time I hear him talk, I just hear the wolf tones in my head. Like, okay, yeah, it's yeah. one of those things, like, I'm just like, you imperial bastard! <laughs> oh, I've heard of I mean, yeah, he was the... Uh, was he the... Did he play on the 2003 team, or he was the manager when they won the World Cup? No, no, they, he was playing. He was playing, yeah. playing, yeah, that was obviously he was still playing at that point, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, Clive Woodward was Yeah, yeah, Clive Woodward. Team. Um, I don't mind Clive Woodward now. Actually, Clive Woodward, very good pundit. Quint- knows what he's talking about. Quintessentially English, but... Yeah, yeah, but not annoying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a cup of tea, uh, <laughs> even though tea's from India. Um, so, number two. Number two, uh, just because he's, he's a terrible human, but he's brilliant at a sport. Um, and it's got to that point where he's sort of on, on the drop a wee bit. Now, he's, he's made various comebacks in the sport and stuff. Uh, and he's probably still the most famous. If you think of the sport, and you you say, "Give me, tell me the name of a golfer," you're gonna get Tiger Woods. Yeah, uh, Tiger Woods. Yeah, Tiger oh. Woods. I mean, obviously the best in his in his in his field or on his green. Hey. And uh, yeah, it's just really funny because obviously all the scandals about him where people used to see him as a role model. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no. Although uh, you know, sex addiction is an addiction. Is it? It's a fun addiction. What one of my one of my friends in Perth who's a brilliant comedian called Aidan Doherty, he, his joke used to be Tiger Woods would go and play nine holes in the morning and then try and fit in a round of golf after. <laughs> so, superb. Excellent, excellent joke. Uh, yeah, that's my two. Who's your two? So, number two is, uh, I'm going to a different sport. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to the realm of baseball. That's right, folks. I'm talking about third baseman for the New York Yankees. Alex... Rodriguez hate him so much. What he do? Not only, it is almost like if you just think of it in terms of like if Steven Gerrard went from uh, say he was at a team before Liverpool, uh, and he had the chance to go to like United, but decided to go to Liverpool, and then slate every single thing that United have done, have won World Series against them, have won every kind of. Uh, like series that they've played against them uh, and is just an incomprehensible asshole when it comes to reasons why he's picking fights with people and stuff like that and you know tripping people up while they're base running which is you know an absolute no-no which causes like line brawls in baseball which yeah. is weird um, you are cheating exactly 
And not only that, but he cheated on Jennifer Lopez. Well, that's just dumb. And then got divorced. So good luck paying that fucking alimony check. I mean, she doesn't need the money herself. Exactly, she's exactly. She's, she's a self-made woman, money. but yeah. fucking... If hey, I... hey, don't be fooled by the rocks that she got. She still did <laughs> it from black, okay? There we go. We have, you, we have a cheat. you wake up and say, Jennifer Lopez, but I'm going to cheat you today. Yeah. Like, are you fucking mental? Yeah, and it was from uh, with a prostitute in Las Vegas. Which, hey, I'm going to go with a wee stab in the dark here, but probably not as attractive as Jennifer Lopez. Call me crazy. <laughs> Call me insane. Okay. Numero uno. Numero uno was really difficult. There was there was one that was there was one that I was like fuck you uh, for two reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I'm gonna give you my actual number one, but can I tell you the person that almost made number one? You can't. But also, they didn't deserve to be anywhere else. Okay, no, tell tell me who almost made number one first, and then number one. So who almost made number one? Two reasons. Uh, first reason. Uh, he was very, very vocal about uh, kind of like modernist slavery and the Black Lives Matter, but also is sponsored by Nike. So, you know, slavery, let's go easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also he's in Space Jam too. Ah. So, uh, leave my childhood alone, Hollywood, okay? <laughs> Stop making sequels to beloved things from the 90s. All right, knock it off. So, Potentially, it was going to be LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Can't deny he's an incredible basketball player. 100%. He carried literally an entire city on his back at one point. Twice. Twice, sorry. Yeah. Cleveland and... Cleveland for the first time, Miami, and then back to Cleveland, and yeah. now he's doing it with LA. Yeah, pretty much. So he, he was doing it. Just, he's the best ever in the board, but... No, sorry, three times, sorry. He's won three championships. Is he three, now? three championships with three different teams after Six. the Lakers won the N- NBA playoffs last year. Okay, so almost LeBron. I apologize if I've snuck in six. That's mean. No, 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 it's fair. That's 100% fair. And I hope you didn't vote in your number one as well. No, 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 no. no. Number one, and there's there's pretty much like a fucking three-hour, two-part documentary (laughs) about the guy. Uh, Number one has to be, for me, Lance Armstrong. Yeah, I mean, like, cheating piece of shit. The blue-eyed boy, you know, I've only got one ball. Fuck off, man. Yeah, Um, exactly. Yeah, he cheated so terribly, and whenever he pretty much got found out, he just went... Ah well. Ah, uh, look at me. Yeah. What a numpty. And also, basically, the whole thing where they pretty much bullied people out of the sport. Him and the Sky team was part of. Yeah. Bullied people out of the sport who were whistleblowers or who spoke up. Pretty mm-hmm. much everyone in the sport was doping. He was pretty much if you didn't if he was saying look we're all doping so fucking get on board. Yeah. If you didn't do that, you could be bullied out of the business. That's a piece of shit. And I yeah. was like, oh my god, Lance sort Armstrong. Of, he had cancer. Called yeah. up and I'm like, he won seven Tour de France. I was like. The only reason the guy who came second all those years didn't fucking show up to be like, here, should I not be given the the credit for winning that because he cheated? Yeah. Is that no? Because you were probably fucking doping too. Yeah. So cycling is a cesspit. Yeah. But Lance Armstrong is the fucking owner of the cesspit. I I thought you were going to say now this is in very bad taste, so it's very on market for me. But I thought you were going to go like the only reason the fucking Lance Armstrong won against the guy who was in second place was because he was one testicle lighter. You know who else had one ball? Hitler. There, ruin my own argument. <laughs> ruin my own argument. There we go. But Lance Armstrong was one. Sorry, yeah, and you're number one. I get really impassioned about that. I don't know, he's a piece of shit. Um, my number one, I'm going back to the realm of ice hockey. This is a player that I have seen play at the Odyssey. Although, NHL player, Stanley Cup winner, once, I think, against one of my favourite, or my, the team I support. Vancouver Canucks, Brad Marchand. Now, there is he's a French Canadian fella from Quebec. Okay. Uh, 
Automatically, not to be trusted. Exactly. I know. Can't decide what he is. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like here. What are you? But, <laughs> um, yeah, so there is a long line of uh, examples of Montreal and Boston being the most heated rivalry in all of ice hockey, which uh, I don't think anybody else kind of rivals it with the, just the pure hatred. Maybe Philadelphia-Pittsburgh, but I don't know. Pittsburgh just seemed too good to be annoyed about Philadelphia at the minute. Um, so Brad Marchand, growing up, uh, you know, French-Canadian boy, uh, to be drafted to the Boston Bruins. Now, I know that's not his fault. Getting drafted, you can't pick the team that picks you. I understand that 100%. But every single time that he puts on the Boston sweater, I hope it fucking kills him. Okay. Because he not only, and I will show you examples of this, please, if you're at home, look up uh, highlights of Brad Marchand there will be maybe one or two goals, and then the rest of him, it's him kissing players. Uh, it's him uh, unconsensually, may I add. So that's oh, a whole other realm. Yeah. Exactly. Um, get some oil, it'll be a fun time. Uh, <laughs> like squirting Gatorade down people's pads during a breakage in play. So like, say they're at the bench, he would get Gatorade from this side and like squirt it down their shoulder pads just to make them uncomfortable Ugh. and stuff like that. Uh, cheap shots, knee on knee collisions, ducking under people and making them go head over tit, uh, and diving, uh, and just being a fucking wee rat. And I swear to God, <laughs> this is actually no surprise to anybody listening here, but I don't think any of these 10 slash 11 people that we're talking about will ever be guests on the podcast. <laughs> and I really don't care, but I would love to say to Brad Marchand's face that he is a piece of shit. What a lovely wrap-up. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, like, I don't want him, I don't want to tell him unless he asks. But you see if he, like, sends out a tweet and goes, like, I wonder what, like, Northern Irish fucking podcast host Jordan Robinson thinks of me. I will happily let him know that I will be very happy the day he retires. I also feel like this is a man who's making so much money, he doesn't care what anyone He thinks, does not give Which a... is why he does the shitty stuff he does. <laughs> exactly. I mean, like, fuck it works but like if you look at it in terms this has just got my fucking blood boiling but like if you look in terms because uh patrice bergeron's the exact same example he is french canadian boy uh stanley cup winner with boston and stuff like that but the thing is he doesn't do any of that dirty shit you know what i mean he's kind of like tom wilson but tom wilson fights a couple of times brad marchand just you know fucking slap someone and then runs well he doesn't do it anymore because he's left but like used to run behind sean thornton or daniel chara just you know because you know it's kind of like the big brother little brother thing that's it that's the perfect way to explain it he is the nhl's annoying little brother yeah start around then run away. yeah and then get his big brother or cousin to fucking kick the shit out of you after school <sighs> feel better i feel so much better <laughs> okay i wait. Do you know what though as well? And I think this should wrap up this week in sport, or mm-hmm. not this week, this week's story time should be wrapped up by the fact that have we managed to do one like a, with no one's dying? Holy shit. No, I need- Edit now, he's got to get another one. Edit, stop, it's enough. <laughs> you see, if we get off the podcast and find out the fucking Paolo De Canio's dead or something, stop, I will feel time, bad. Story time's over, done. <laughs> That was this week's story time. Folks, if you've got anyone that you'd recommend that we should be fucking hating as well, yeah. please do comment because 
uh, we complained last week about a, a bad podcast review, and loads of people were really sound. Yeah. And give us podcast reviews. Yeah. Thank you very much. So if you want to contribute to the podcast, get us on all, any of our socials, and please jump in with your most hated players in any sport. Probably actually somebody we've never heard of, because then yeah. you can go and have a wee listen and read about them as well. Every sport apart from podcasting. Because I'm scared, I'll turn up on that list. So let's move on to uh, games to watch this week and wrap this puppy up. Um, so we'll start off Saturday the fifteenth of May. Uh, we're starting with Gaelic Association. I don't know what the other A stands for. Gaelic Athletic Association. Association. That's it. Uh, Kildare are playing Donegal hurling. In the Alliance uh, 2B, uh, or not 2B, <laughs> I'm so funny, uh, Alliance um, Football, uh, Mayo are taking, if you weren't two meters away, I'd punch you. <laughs> uh, Mayo are against Down, uh, and then uh, we're switching back to Hurling, because uh, Ross Common are playing Mayo, uh, and then back to Football with Kerry against Galway, and Louth, uh, Louth, 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 sorry I pronounced my letters, Louth against Antrim, uh, <laughs> And then we switch. It. Oh, there's so much to so many games. Cork against Kildare in football. Um, Wicklow against Meath in hurling. Uh, Tyrone. Oh, Ulster. A wee Ulster uh, matchup. Uh, Tyrone against Donegal. Uh, and then Longford against Derry. Uh, Limerick against Tipperary in football. That is not. It's a rematch from last mm-hmm. weekend. Um, La, uh, Le- Leash. L- Laos. Leash. Leash. You said it right four I know, times earlier on. But I look at it and I'm going like that. Looks Laos is the country yeah, yeah, yeah. now. <laughs> Leash is a county lower than W. You know what their nicknames are? The Laotians. The Laotians. Laotians. So, yeah. Uh, Leash for playing. It puts the Laotian on its skin. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo Bills. Um, hey, that's a, that's a sports team. Different sport. Um, uh, or against Dublin in hurling. Uh uh, back to football for Mana against Cavan, another Ulster um, lineup. Uh, Waterford against Carlo, and the final game on Saturday is Tipperary against Cork. Full, isn't it full fucking calendar? Uh, that, so the, the guy is back, lads. I'm very excited. Not necessarily for bo- football so much. I, re- I hurling is definitely my sport. You've, you've made your peace with hurling. Yeah. Is your thing. Like, I get it. But it's I enjoy good. football. I enjoy playing football, and I enjoy watching football to a certain extent. But hurling is just like live. I actually, yeah, no, we were supposed to talk about this. Um, I went to my first ever hurling game. You did. So it was East Belfast against the Aggies. I was part of the coaching team. If anyone asks, and um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was fucking great crack. Dude, even better. And also, you got to take part in the grand tradition of a fuck about at halftime. Oh man, how I, fun's that? You don't get to do that in any other sport. Well, uh, the ice hockey, I used to do it because I used to change the nets that. Uh, the period breaks and stuff like that. So okay, before okay. the Samboni came out, like a couple of us would just be hitting pucks about and stuff like that. Nice. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it was genuinely fantastic. And everybody I met, uh, uh, who, yeah, maybe like four or five different guys. Fucking yeah, yeah. Lovely. Even lovely land, even got a land of a hurdle for the knockabout. I know. Exa- and the bamboo one. Fucking t- tell you. Very fancy. Yeah, you wouldn't be getting that in not Breeder. I'm just saying that. <laughs> is it not Breeder or is it just Breeder? Breeder. Um But yeah, let, let's get on to a couple more. We'll do Sunday's games and that'll do us uh, for the hurling uh, and football, that is. Uh, so Clare against Wexford, down against Carlo, 
Armagh are against Longford. Uh, I didn't even know they had a hurling team. Um, I didn't know Longford was a place. <laughs> Waterford against Westmeath. Uh, Kilkenny. Now this is a good good match. Uh, Kilkenny against Antrim. We're up by the big boys now. Oh man. Hey, I I will definitely be watching that game. Uh, and then we switch into football. Ross Coleman are against Dublin. Dublin are going to win. Uh, Cavan against Fermanagh, another Ulster lineup in the hurling. Leitrim are against Louth. Uh, Wicklow against Offaly, and then we we're back with hurling. Offaly against Kerry. Tyrone against Monaghan. Uh, back to football. Monaghan against Armagh. That's Armagh's first game. That's Armagh's first game in Division One. Mm-hmm. We haven't been for a fair few years, so. We are hopeful that we can win enough games to stay in Division 1. Because you can't contend fuck all unless you're playing at the high level. Exactly. So. Uh, Sligo against Leitrim uh, in football. Meath against Westmeath. <laughs> that was the two for one there. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, and then Hurling. Uh, this is going to be possibly the two biggest teams in Hurling right now. Galway against Limerick. Yeah. What a matchup. Fair. Yeah. This will be a very much what are we going to look at it for later in the year because exactly. weirdly enough although Galway is in Connacht they play in the Leinster Championship so Leinster and Munster don't really see each other till after the provincial is over it's very strange yeah, uh, it's, it's a weird it, it's a weird system where I'm trying to mind, they, they, they kind of did it like a group stages last yeah. year with Covid but I need to actually check out what I remember the group yeah and that like, was different than a provincial championship system the, the provincial championship was so much easier to kind of get your head around um but yeah, no, it's very strange. So that's definitely going to be for me. It's Kilkenny against Antrim and Galway against Limerick for the games to watch. I'm definitely going to watch the Armagh game, uh, and I'm going to watch the Down against Mayo match as well. Yeah, there'll be a couple of good games, and then finally, just to finish off the weekend, four p.m. on Sunday, Clare are against uh, Leash, uh, in Clare, I suppose. Um, Ennis. Ennis. Uh, yeah, so that'll that'll do us for hurling because we don't or GAA because we don't want to get uh, too much into the weeds. Um, but Premiership games tomorrow, Leicester against United, should be a good game, big yeah. one. Last time they played was in the quarterfinals of the FA Cup. Uh, ye- and Leicester went through. Yes, they did. Yeah. Um, Chelsea against Arsenal. That used to be a game to watch. Actually, yeah, yeah. Didn't it? I was, I was like, when was the last time I watched that and thought that's a good game? Yeah. Uh, I would, Jesus, would Dragon, Chelsea? Che- yeah, Chelsea. Hands yeah. down, Chelsea. Uh, uh, moving on to Thursday, Manchester United, their rescheduled match against Liverpool. <sighs> Hopefully that'll be good. Liverpool are trying to get Europe this year. Uh, so weird that we're trying to get Europe with them. It's a very strange kind of concept to me. On um, Friday night, Glen Avenue against Warren Point in the Nipple Premiership. In the Premier League, Man City uh, may win the league if they beat Newcastle away at St. James's Park. So, very interesting to see how that happens. Now, Premier League, there's three games on uh, in on Saturday. The late kickoff, Brighton against West Ham at the Amex. Hopefully, we'll take all three points from there. But the game that, no doubt, me and you are going to watch is Chelsea against Leicester in the FA Cup Final. Yes. Live from Wembley. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely going to be watching that. And we'll just spend that 90 minutes going, remember the FA Cup was a thing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Remember this was important? <laughs> remember this time? Okay. Remember so... people gave a fuck about this? <laughs> so my first proper, uh, my, well, technically my third proper West Ham game uh, was West Ham against Liverpool at Millennium Stadium, FA Cup final where we lost. I cried. I was a kid. I was allowed to cry. Uh, and that was good. Uh, flash forward, what, 
eight years after that, the day that Hull and Arsenal were in the FA Cup final, the day I lost my virginity. Oh. Isn't it funny how you remember those things? I didn't need to know that. <laughs> now I'm just picturing it. Um, so the... Oh no, I'm very <laughs> Take that, Brad Marchand. Um, uh, so the games on Saturday, Balamina or against Dungannon, Portadown against Carrick, uh, Linfield against Larne, Glentorn against Cliftonville and Crusaders are playing Coleraine at home. Um, don't hold out any hope for Crusaders there. Um, hopefully something will happen, but you never know. Um, live in hope, isn't that what they say? Um, and we will. When is the? I th- I thought it was, I thought it was this weekend was the playoffs for the Premiership. Oh, for the third place in well, the they, championship. Have they moved it because they need Wembley? Maybe it's, mm. no, it's the weekend after the FA Cup, isn't it? So. Oh, it could be next weekend then. Week. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's probably that. And to be honest, man. There is no games to watch this Sunday that are any good. Crystal Palace against Villa, Tottenham against Wolves, West Brom against Liverpool, and Everton against Sheffield. Oh, that's good. The pub on Sunday. Exactly. Yeah. Fucking talk to your talk to your parents. <laughs> that's what I say. Yeah. Uh, oh no. Okay, so it starts on Monday. So this time next week, the playoffs start. So Bournemouth are against Brentford, and Barnsley are against Swansea. Any alliances? I'm gonna ask you to call a team now. Mm, give him a four. Or so Bournemouth are against Brentford, right? And Barnsley are against Swansea. I'm gonna say Brentford to see maybe somebody new in the Premier League. I would love to see Brentford in the Premiership. Apparently, they play some lovely stuff. They have been, and yeah. like uh, as you can imagine, like all their good players are already being you know cherry picked from other teams. Yep. But uh, I'm saying it now. It's going to be a Swansea Bournemouth final with Swansea going ahead, so they're going to be the third team in the Premiership next year. Okay. So uh, yeah, Swansea we'll see. Back. Yeah, we'll see about that. Um, we'll see about that, and that is pretty much us. What a fucking great episode that was! Very that was nice. really fun. Um, I I like doing like things that are personal to us because, like, I just love talking shit about the Boston Bruins. <laughs> Which is weird because I really like Boston as a as a thing. I just don't like the Bruins. Uh, so uh, all that's left for us to do is uh, thank you, uh, research assistant Rona. Thanks, Gianni Bo. Uh, I would like to thank uh, everybody who left a really positive review. We really appreciate it. You kind of you kind of fixed. You know who probably left that bad review? Pants on strong. Oh, no, we didn't, we didn't preempt it. Yeah. Bit, so. yeah, no, we're going to get bad reviews now. Uh, actually, no, fuck it, I don't care. Um, uh, but yes, thank you to everybody who left really positive reviews for us. We we really appreciate it because uh, the thing we said in the last episode, that's completely heartfelt. Um, uh, but yeah, no, thank you like so much for that. Uh, I would like to thank you, Darren, uh, for number one, being a constant uh, reminder that I need to do better. <laughs> uh, uh, and also for taking me to my first ever hurling game. Okay. Do you want do you want something even better? Okay. Before we go? Yeah. Do you want to play Friday? Oh, fuck! Forgot those bad boys! That's okay. I mean, I've... I've... I mean, I've got two. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been thanking everybody. Fly, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm so ready for this, and I hope you're going hard, like, because... Uh, well, I mean, it wasn't that good an episode. But, hey. uh, <laughs> I've got... So, I've got a GA question, a multiple-choice lovely football question, Love and then I wing the third one, as I always fucking do. Let's do it. As, my, as the test of my approach. Okay, first question. Mm-hmm. Sam McGuire is from... Or was... Is... 
Samuel was from which country? Um, can I get one clue? I don't know. Uh, just one. Just one. One clue. What oh, province is it in? It's in Munster. Uh, okay, he is from Tipperary. Incorrect. He's from oh, I was Cork. about to say. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That, that's why I asked you because you've got the fucking crap Fuck. of that. Okay, terrible for an audio podcast when we go quiet. He's like waving his fucking court flag up. <laughs> uh, okay. Fuck. All right. Second question. Football question. Multiple choice because I'm sound. I'll get her. All right. Uh, Seamus Coleman mm-hmm. uh, joined Sligo Rovers in 2006. He then made the move to England to Everton in 2009 mm-hmm. for how much? Was it? Was it A, hang on, was it A, £60,000, B, £70,000, or C, £100,000? £100,000. Incorrect. He moved for £60,000. Look at Seamus Coleman for £60,000. Fucking hell, like... Unbelievable. Probably, he'd probably be more expensive if his, if his tongue fitted in his mouth. What? From Philly Beggs? Yeah. Unbelievable. I'm going to get... I'm, what? Do you have the final one? Are you going to win it? I mean, I'm, I'm thinking I'm trying to be nasty now. Could, uh, this would be a first. Nobody's, nobody's, nobody's tanked it yet. I don't, I don't want you to this tank it. This could be it. After me saying what a great episode this was. <laughs> no, I don't know. All right, okay. Uh, third question. Last season, mm-hmm. uh, Paddy Parr organised a jersey exchange to take their sponsors off which uh, former Premier League teams? Uh, Huddersfield? Correct. Thank fuck. I was like, don't make me oh. Did you see that when they did the jersey yeah. scenes? We're yeah. like, oh, you can't be advertising that. I'm yeah. like, dead on, bring it back and we'll give you a fucking fresh one. Exactly. Okay, well done, one out of three. That's very, very good. Not too bad. Okay, back to thanking people. Uh, thank Bona, thank Johnny Bo, uh, thank you, Darren, uh, thank you, Jordan, uh, thank you, audience, and thank you, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yeah, more reviews. I gotta yeah. read these. Yeah, do it, do it, do it, do it, do um, it. Also, write something. That would be nice because we're just getting like reviews that are just five out of five stars, which is fucking amazing that we love. But we like if the, if you have a personal story, say it. Yeah, and we'll that. yeah we'll read it. And definitely we'll read get in touch with the socials guys and send us your. We, we'll put up a question on some of the stuff about who are your most hated sports people. And we, exactly. Uh, uh, we're interested because then it'll give us something to read about and reference later. Perfect. And yeah, special guests not this week but next week or. Not next week, but the week after. Mm-hmm. Uh, very exciting times for us. We're growing as a, a podcast because we both are cool. There we go. Um, but yeah, thanks very much. I've been Jim Robinson. I've been Darren Matthews. Good night. Take away. What's that mean? <laughs>